podcast it is episode 10 we are thrilled to be with you logan how's it feel to have 10 weeks under your belt of this episode 10 dude double digits it's a big it's a big uh it's a big statement man we made it 10 weeks in this thing it's awesome i want to keep going man this has been a blast maybe we'll get to 100 100 episode one day we can look back and be like yo we did 10 in the first first season so this is sick yeah no it is sick definitely it's it's just crazy to think that we're here already i mean i know i said that two weeks ago but uh, man, it's just awesome. It's just awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy so, to but, see how far we've gone too. Like we started just in your basement, just right off, on my off laptop the computer, and now we all got these yep. mics and got a little setup going on here. So I like it. Even even across two different states, we're still making this happen. So I love it. Yeah, no, we figured out how to make it work, and we appreciate all you guys sticking around with us, even through all our technical errors that we've been trying to get through. And I think we finally kind of figured it out. I say that every week. But this week, this week's the one. Stay tuned because we're going to get our YouTube channel up and going again. Um, but yeah, no, super excited. Super excited. How'd you play this week at Bandon, Logan? Dude, Bandon Dunes, you guys. I went to Bandon Dunes to play. It was awesome to golf. Golf in the morning and the afternoon and then come back and watch the Masters highlights. Dude, Bandon yeah. Dunes is unreal. If you have been down there, I mean, it is an absolute treat dude this is a top we played two top 100 courses on this floating rock we call earth and it was insane i have the beautiful i mean i played like garbage but who really cares right when you're playing in such a place like that it's yeah, like it's playing hard get, it's like it's hard to get mad yeah dude it's so it's like playing in the uh the madison square garden and missing a shot you're like dude i don't even care this is right. awesome yeah you're just experiencing it and taking it all in i i'm i'm super jealous of you i can't i didn't realize that there was two top 100 courses there yeah we played the 14th top 14th course in the world dude 14 14 14th That's course insane. in the world pacific dunes and i have played around a round of golf on the 14th best course in the world the other one was 94th but that's still ridiculous all right so what'd you shoot I shot a 113 and a 118, and I'm super proud of it. I shot a, <laughs> I shot a 113th on the 14th best course in the world, so I don't even care. Ah, man, who cares? Who cares? Yeah, it was such a blast. Dude, we have to go down there sometime because it's, it's like everything is taken so seriously. Like, they take such good care of you. It's like Disneyland for golf. It's awesome. Yep. yep. Did you guys have a caddy that walked around with you the whole time and, like, told you how to play the holes? We had uh, the caddy on the first day. On the first day, but not on the second. Not yeah, on the second, probably... dude. The first, having him on the first is so helpful because he's like, yeah, the wind over here is garbage. You have to aim way left. And like, you might have to club up. Like we were at a par, we were par three. It was like 140 yards. And he was like, yeah, you're going to want to take out the six iron. And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, take out the six iron. And it was still short. We should have clubbed up even more just because of the wind. Really? Yeah. That's so helpful having somebody there because it's, it's like one thing to use a, uh, what do you call it? The things that they look through, uh, the yardage reader, the yardage. Uh, oh, the rangefinder. The rangefinder, yeah. It's, you know, using a rangefinder or using an app to try and tell you distances. But it's another thing when somebody's played the course and they're telling you like what to use because a lot of the times, like sometimes it doesn't matter what the range is because they know what the wind is and they know how the course plays and they know the elevation. So you know they can just give you that that deeper insight. That's awesome. I remember. Yeah, it was sick. 
going down i think it was in cabo and we had this caddy follow us around for the whole course and you know i think i was somewhere like 13 or 14 so i wasn't digging a golf yet but uh it was really cool just seeing him like he was able he, he found every single one of our balls like we would just hit him out into the middle of nowhere way out <laughs> way out of bounds he would walk over there and he'd walk out with like four or five balls and he's like no this one's yours it was it was awesome. It was super fun. It was That's super so cool. Dope. I'm stoked for you, man. We have definitely got to go down there someday. Oh, it's only three hundred dollars for green fees on an off season round, but it's ridiculous. It's so fun. Yeah. We only got three hundred. Only three hundred. Just a soft three hundred. Only three hundred bucks. Yeah, dude. That's yeah. like it was only tough, like two weeks worth of work for me right yeah, now. Yeah, man. That's what it. about you, bro? What about you? What's up, dude? I purchased the Xbox Series X last week. I got it on release day, and this was the first time I'd ever purchased a console on release day, so I was just honestly over the moon about it. I don't know if you follow Barstool like Game Time or whatever it's called, but I think uh, I do. They had, this, sure I do. they had this post on there, and it was this girlfriend. She was recording. She oh, walked in on her boyfriend taking the, the Halo, recording the Halo of, yeah, with the Halo theme song. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was literally me to a T, to a T. Me and Maddie drove to Target because we ordered it through her Target account because she's the, the queen of online shopping. And uh, we picked it up. We go back to my room, and I'm just so giddy, dude. It was awesome. It was awesome. So I'm one weekend. This thing is so fast. I've got it sitting here next to me. It is super cool. Really cool to have one on release day. And, you know, you can't find them anywhere either right now. Like, they're going to be sold out for a while. So How long I'm do you stoked. think they'll be sold out for? I don't know. I'm assuming they'll have some back by the time Christmas. I mean, it's really Christmas time right now, but, you know, I think they'll have some in stock in December. That's my guess, but we'll see. I think it's going to be hard to get one for a while. Who knows, though? Who yeah, knows? probably. The, the sales, I think it was their best launch day in Xbox history. So I could be wrong on that, but I don't think I am. I don't think I am. I would cool. not be surprised. There's a lot of hype around that right now. And the PS5, I love to see the two compete every year. But Yeah. Yeah, Xbox no, definitely. I, sick. I loaded up my first game of Warzone on it, and I don't think I've told you this, but the first game of Warzone I hop in on, it is unbelievably smooth. Unbelievably smooth. No lag whatsoever. No glitching. Nothing, dude. Usually I drop like three to four kills in a game of Warzone. Logan, my first game on, I dropped eleven. Dude, that probably felt so good. That's like that's like getting in a new car and like yeah. you're just gliding, man. That must yeah, especially exactly. the good game on it. That's sick. Yep. Yeah, it was dope. It was dope. And aside from, you know, grabbing the Xbox Series X, man, I also grabbed a huge, huge dub in fantasy this week. If I told yeah, you, you if I told you that I scored the most points in the league this week, did, would you believe me? I would say okay. Well, I'm assuming that everyone else was on buy or something. I no, I did the two teams that were on buy this week would be the Chiefs and the Cowboys. Yeah, dude, you had a must. You are in a must-win territory. You're still you're one game out of the playoffs, but man, your team is picking up steam, dude. You can keep going. How, how'd your team play? They played good. They played good. Uh, yeah. Brandon Ayuk, he's kind of been a huge pickup for me. He's been massive in my flex spot. A.J. Brown didn't do too hot this week, but it's funny because, you know, I was trying to trade away Johnny Smith for the longest time, and then he was playing awful those weeks that I had George Kittle playing, and all of a sudden, George Kittle gets hurt, and Johnny Smith steps, steps back up. He's had a touchdown the last three weeks now, and so he's been huge for me. Brandon Ayuk's been huge for me. Honestly, the the one person who's really carrying my team right now is undoubtedly Kyler Murray, so 
Definitely. Huge week for him. He's our standout this week. Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, I, I mean, he they had the world social media taken by storm that night. Everybody was tweeting about that. And did you see that photo of uh, they're like Jumpman's about to have like their highest sales record because it was showing yeah, the gloves. Yeah, all the different gloves, and the one that caught the ball was the Jordan gloves. Just the Adidas an absurd didn't get it. Catch, the Nike man. didn't get it. Yeah, it really was. D Hop. If if you were wondering who the best receiver is in the league right now, come on. Dude, it kind of makes I, me sick to say it though. I don't know why. I just don't like him that much. He's never really liked I kinda I, I kind of agree with you. He's a little arrogant. Yeah. But I think he's the best. I think he's I think the Devontae best. Ad- I think Devontae Adams has something to say about that. Devontae's close, without a doubt, and so is Julio. And I'm gonna put throw DK Metcalf in that conversation as well. Yeah. However, Hopkins just seems to always get it done. And he's never yep. hurt. He's never hurt. Julio's always hurt. Devontae Adams gets hurt a lot. And Hopkins isn't. So, yeah, it's been it's been really fun. It's been really fun to see that. How'd your week go? Dude, my team is just like I I feel like I'm stuck. Like I'm I'm taking W's. This week I played just a terrible team in our league. I won with ninety nine, which is not great, obviously. But my running back position is just stuck. I'm just going to give you the list of the running backs I have right now, and it's so hard to pick two. Antonio Gibson okay. had a huge week. Antonio Gibson is solid, 22 points. Chase Edmonds had 10. Kenyon Drake had 9. Okay, what am I going to do next week? Wayne Gallman, he turned out to be a really good pick. He had 18. Yep. He's been really yeah, he's consistent. Yeah, he's a big pickup. 16, 12, 13, 18, and I haven't played him once just because I don't want to take out Edmonds or Drake. But I think that he's on bye this next week. Yep, man, and and uh, Damian Harris had twelve, so I'm just kind of in a tough spot at running back. Besides that, I mean, team's fine. My tight end kind of kind of as a whole. Noah Fant started off the season pretty well. He's been lackluster, not really exciting. So I still took a W. I'm seven and three. Obviously, you can't complain about seven and three, but I I still don't feel like I have the horses to really take a, make a playoff push yet. So big moves coming this week. Hoping to make a trade. And uh, we'll see what happens, man. But still honestly, took a bro, w. so many people are hurting at running back right now. Yeah, like there's four good backs in the league, and that's uh, Derrick Henry. I'm gonna put Aaron Jones, Kamara, uh, Alvin Kamara, and maybe Henry. Josh. You already said Henry. Yeah, I said I said Henry. Josh maybe Jacobs. Josh Jacobs or James Conner. Yeah, like that's it. That's really. And there's it. Cook. I guess there's Cook as well. He's all. He's always solid. Oh, definitely Dalvin Cook. Yeah, yeah, those are my those are my top four. James Conner and Josh Jacobs are kind of more middle of the pack. You know, it's same mm-hmm. with Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb. There's only four good ones. It's just so slim. I'm kind of in that same boat. But I'll tell you what, man. I may be hurting at running back right now, but you might want to watch out once that playoff push starts, assuming I make it, because week 12, Raheem Mostert comes back. That's and all good. of a sudden, Dude, my true. team is going to look like Kyler Murray – Kareem Hunt, Raheem Mostert, A.J. Brown, Justin Jefferson, Smith, and Brandon Ayuk. So I might I be able it. to have something going there, yep. and assuming he can stay healthy right when it matters because I've just been screwed up to this point. So I'm feeling like maybe maybe there's a chance the fantasy gods just give me something here. They're like, you know what? You're gonna It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough, but you're going to have to push through, make some adjustments, and uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. 
Yep. I mean, I'm just so, like you said, running back is really slim. So that's just something that's it's happened so for slim. everybody. It is so slim, I'm dude. just insanely wide receiver heavy, which is completely different yep. than I've ever been. So 99 without Julio Jones in the lineup, you know, we'll take it move on to the next week. Lamar Jackson finally showed a little bit of, you know, a little bit of pop, 20 points, which is fine. I mean, from a, I mean, I think we both agree that for the most part, your quarterback position, you're just hoping not to have five. Like if you can get between yep. 18 and 25, you're fine. That's not where you're well, going to win games at. I would almost argue with you as well that the quarterback position has become more relevant in recent years. You think so? Especially with the addition of more dual threat quarterbacks. You know? Yeah. Because the people who are really killing it in this league, aside from Aaron Rodgers, have all the dual threat quarterbacks. You know, you talk about Patrick Mahomes, you talk about Russell Wilson, and then you talk about Kyler Murray. Right. I would throw Lamar Jackson in there, but he's had a tough year this year. But it's true. Yeah, I mean, the thing, the thing oh, that I and see let's is not like, forget Josh Allen too. I'm gonna throw him as a dual dual threat. Yeah. So like for example, like this week, let's say let's just let's just go to Josh Allen. Josh Allen had a really okay. really good week, right? Yeah. He had 26 points, and Lamar Jackson Great had week. an okay week. Lamar Jackson yep. had an okay week, and he had 20. So that's just a yep. six point difference for. I mean, it, they played a lot different games, and I feel like it's just you're gonna get. I mean, if you have a wide receiver who has that that much better of a game than someone else. The points right. are going to show up a lot more. Yep. So I guess it just who depends. did who did uh, the Titans play this week? Who's that? Who did the Titans play this week? The Titans played the Ravens. Or sorry, uh, this or next the, week. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The Bills is what I meant. The Bills played the Cardinals, dude. They were on point. They were on pace to win that. They got a touchdown That's right. with Stephon Diggs in the corner with How 30 seconds left. That? How could I forget that? It's all good, yeah, dude. No, dude, the Bills are the real deal. The Bills are the real deal. They are, man. That I think they're as well. Okay, Bills or Ravens? So, Bills or Ravens in a playoff game? I'm gonna take the Bills. I'm with you there, man. It's I'm weird gonna to take say. the Bills I'm there. With, I'm with you. Yep. The the Ravens just don't don't look like it right now. No, they don't. They just don't. They just don't. All right. So booms this week. Antonio Gibson went off for 22. Dude, you know the the Washington football team running backs totaled for like, let's see. Antonio Gibson had 22, and J.D. McKissick had 17. Wow, dude, 17, that's a 39. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's a lot of points between a split backfield. Especially for I Washington. Was, I feel like they don't yeah. really have like dynamic players, and they lost yeah. the game. Interesting. And do you think their value increases with the start of uh, Alex Smith again? Yes. Quarterback. Definitely. Really? You think so? Yes. I think that, I mean, the reason that they're going to do, the reason that they have more value is just because get or uh alex smith is just not going to toss the rock around a lot, a lot right i mean when he was in san francisco even when he was at his top throwing ability he was still just a kind of a game manager i think that's yep. still the case here i think he's just going to manage the game and hand off the ball a lot the thing that's crazy is if you look at the mckissick and gibson's rushes gibson only had 13 rushes and um yep how much did mckissick, McKissick had more didn't he mckissick has been getting a Quite a few more rushes. Who has McKissick in our league? So I can look it up. Gannon. Oh, McKissick. Had, okay, yeah. McKissick had dude. McKissick had eight rushes. So they one had thirteen rushes. One had eight. They're doing it all in the mm-hmm. receiving. They're all receiving. Yep. yep. So I guess yeah, it's, it's pretty hard wild. To see. It's pretty wild. It's I didn't see the the Washington backfield kind of put up these points. Just didn't see oh, that coming. Oh, definitely not. Granted, granted, they played Detroit, who has yep. one of the worst run defenses as well. So I guess that is more predictable, but. 
I mean, aside from that, J.D. McKissick and Antonio Gibson have not been awful up to this point whatsoever. So, I mean, there's plenty of other teams that are struggling at the running back position compared to the Redskins, it seems like. Right. So, Alvin Kamara went nuts, though, again. Naeem Hines. Dude, I, 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 don't, I don't know what to make of this Colts backfield. <laughs> it's such I don't, a strange... I don't know what to make you of never it. Know. You got I mean, Jonathan Naheem Taylor, Hines. Naeem Hines, and Jordan Wilkins. Yep. And it's going to be one. It's going to be, yeah, it's going to flip a three sided coin, dude, because you don't know yep. who it's going to be. It's just impossible. I will say this, though. It's impossible Naheem, to predict. Naheem Hines, if you're just looking at it from a raw football standpoint, he looks like the best back right now. He just, yep. he's he's more bouncy. He's way more agile. He, yep. he just looks better. Yep. He's super agile, especially after seeing those flips he was doing in the end zone and that touchdown yeah, he scored man. last week. Yeah, I think got, I think Jonathan Taylor's lost his spot, honestly. I, I think, think it's so over too. for I him. At this point which sucks. At this point, man, he just doesn't have it. And this could just be I mean, next year are you gonna draft him at all? Is anyone gonna draft this guy? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's just a freshman slump, you know, maybe he comes back and has a stellar sophomore season. Um, or maybe he turned out to be kind of a Leonard Fournette type guy. You know, yeah. who just struggles and maybe he's on the wrong team. Right. And maybe he can get somewhere else. But then again, you know, okay, like we saw Leonard Fournette go from the Jags to Tampa Bay where we thought he would get a lot more touches and become that running back that we all thought he would be out of LSU. But maybe maybe that just doesn't happen the same way. It's just not happening for Leonard Fournette. So, yeah, I don't know. I think I'll stay away from him next year. I think I will. Yep. I all right, this next of... cat, DeAndre Swift, man. He had a huge week. He looks really good. I was watching some of his highlights on Instagram today. He looks mm-hmm. really good. He looks really good. He looks really quick, really shifty. He's just out there balling, just trying to make he really stuff is. happen for his team. I, yeah, I've, I, I've enjoyed watching him. I've enjoyed watching him. He looks good. How many points did he have this week? Yeah, his big, a... stat, his big stat of the week is five catches, 68, 68 yards, and a tutty. That's, that's just electric. Yeah, 25 electric points. Wow. Yeah, his best, his second best best uh, best score of the year. Yeah. And the most attempts. Which is that's impressive the key, against is the most, Washington. The most Washington rushing too. attempts. Yeah, the most right. rushing attempts he's had all year. So he, I think he'll keep it up, man. If you've had any, him in your back pocket, there was a lot of hype of, on him at the beginning of the year, and he's starting right. to live up to it, especially with how slim these running backs are right now. He's yep. starting to live up to it. Yeah, I'd agree. And at the same time, you know, like if you want a good, solid RB1, those guys are going to be the ones who get the most volume. And DeAndre Swift is working up to that massive amount of volume that we've kind of been waiting for. You know, that that Derrick Henry volume, that Dalvin Cook volume, that Aaron Jones volume, you know. And so I think he'll work his way up there. I don't he's not better than those three guys that I just named. However, I think he's got a legitimate shot to compete with the Josh Jacobs and James Connors. Totally. I couldn't so. agree more. Josh Allen, we talked about him. Tom Brady, do you think he was just pissed about last week and Dude, just decided to come out and ball out this week? Or The thing with the Buccaneers is I cannot get a handle on them because they destroy can't bad teams, right? Yep. They just destroy bad teams. And then they destroy good teams like the Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, and then they just fall asleep against the Saints. So I have no idea what to expect from them come playoff time. Never right, sleep on well, the GOAT, but who knows. And the Saints lost this week, though. Did the Saints lose this week? I thought they won. Did they win? They were losing. No, I think you're right. I think they did win. 
Yeah, they won 27-13. Yeah, they they ended up pulling away. Yeah, okay. This was really kind of interesting for me because the 49ers were competing big time in the first half. And the 49ers were decimated. And they were still able to do something against Alvin Alvin Kamara and the Saints. And they went off in the second half when Drew Brees was not playing. So where does that put Jameis Winston? I think that puts Jameis Winston in a very, very talented guy who can hand the ball off. I think it's going to be the Camaro show all day. Yeah, I think so, too. I think all so, too. All day. Maybe throw a couple slants, maybe a couple deep shots, but I think we know who Jameis is. I just don't think he's – he's not the guy. He's a great backup, don't get me wrong. If I had Russell Wilson go down, I'd love Jameis Winston. Yep. But it's it's going to be just Camara this, Camara that. So if you're a Camara owner, dude, you are just licking your lips and just ready to see this Camara show go off, man. Well, and as soon as uh, James Winston went in, Alvin Camara's point totals just started going through the roof. So, yeah. Not surprised there. Yeah, no surprise there whatsoever. We talked about Kyler Murray. Let's get to our busts. These ones are no-brainers this week. Where the heck was Russell – and DK Metcalf. Dude, I have never seen Russell just make, like, you know when you're watching a college football game and, you know, the kid just gets ahead of himself, he throws a ball across his body when he could have had a 15-yard run and he throws a pick. You're like, oh, that's a college player. Russell right. Wilson has been making col- freshman in college mistakes, dude. Like, horrible mistakes. If, if Patrick Mahomes did this for four straight games... The world would be like, whoa, is this he? Does he have CTE? Like, right, what's going on? Russell's with him? off, man. He's so off. Is maybe Sierra's just not giving him attention or Wynn is keeping him up at night? <laughs> I don't know, dude. It's bothering hey, me. Hey, Sierra. Hey, Sierra. Hey, Seattle. Hey, Sierra. Hey, Seattle. We got a deal. We got yeah, a deal, deal with being terrible at quarterback right now. Oh, my gosh, dude. <laughs> and with that comes hand-in-hand hand with DK Metcalf. And this is this was frustrating because, for one, they don't even try DK on Jalen Ramsey, which, in my opinion, is just disrespectful to DK Metcalf. Like, I thought so, too. I don't care if – like, just throw it up and let him get the ball. Like, like Jalen Ramsey is a great football player, but DK Metcalf outmatches that dude physically by far. Yeah. Yes, Jalen Ramsey is a great cornerback, without a doubt, a great quarterback. But you didn't even give DK a shot to try and make a play and prove that he's better than Jalen, you know? Yeah. No, not at all. And DK was getting frustrated. There were a couple routes where he yeah, beat him, he too. Was. He beat him yep. on, like, three routes. Mm-hmm. And Russell either missed him or didn't even look his way. So. Yep. Yeah, that was upsetting to see. That was upsetting to see for sure. Michael Thomas struggled this week. I don't know what to make of this dude. I don't really yep. like him. Yeah, I don't either. He's that, like the what, best wide receiver in the league at running slants and thinking he's the greatest player of all time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's that's all I got on him. James Conner. I don't really dude, know. Dude, James Conner with four really points, man. Just struggle. Four points, dude. Yikes. Yikes. Terrible. Oh, sorry. I'm about six four, points. Thirteen six points. Attempt, 13 attempts for 36 yards. Wow. Against the Bengals. I know. Against Granted, the Bengals. I, I and mean, they, they slaughtered the Bengals. Yeah, when they went 36 to 10, you expect them to get at least, you know, one touchdown. He right. did nothing. He did nothing. Right. So yeah, I don't know where I don't, those numbers. Weird. Yeah. 
Yeah, and then the last guy, AJ Brown, dude, he had three points. Yeah, I guess that's a little more understandable because the Colts' defense is pretty decent. But man, he struggled. Three Big points. Time. Corey Davis got more points than him. Corey Davis had five catches for fifty-seven yards. AJ Brown had one reception. Have you played Corey Davis? No, I know he's on your bench. Does he, do you ever play nope. Corey Davis? No. Nope. Okay. AJ Brown has more upside. He's he's the number one on that team. Yep. So, I I can't I can't switch him out. There's there's Definitely just no not. way. He's a, he's just my handcuff because that Titans offense just throws the football a whole lot. And if AJ Brown goes out, yeah, I know Corey Davis is going to get that volume that AJ Brown typically gets. So that's why he that's sits good. on my bench. That's a good way to look at it. I like it. All right, moving on but to I injuries, just, dude. We got no way uh, I can take him out. Yeah, you can't do that. I mean, you can't take out the big star like that, especially when he's done no. you so well. So, right. All right, injury updates, man. CMC is expected to miss multiple weeks. If you are a Christian McCaffrey owner, this is not what you signed up for. And what do yeah, you – what's your – sucks, what's your, man. Uh, all right, bro, what's your pivot? Do you go for Rex Burkhead? Uh, what are you looking at? Like, if you're a CMC owner and you're looking at the waiver wire, is there anyone who stands out to you? I honestly, Savon Ahmed stands out to me more than Rex Burkhead. Yeah, I like the Savon Ahmed play as well. The Patriots offense just doesn't run the football. And let's be real here, Cam Newton's going to take it himself over giving it to his running backs. And Rex Burkhead has only had two big weeks. So, yeah. I don't know. It's kind of a stable of running backs uh, over in New England. And I'm pretty out on them. No one ever goes for Patriots running backs because that's just not the way their offense works. So I'd rather have save on Ahmed at this point. You're dropping CMC most likely. I mean, it sucks. It sucks. It sucks. I've had to drop Saquon Barkley and George Kittle this year. So yeah, I feel you tough. CMC owners out there. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't know how you pivot. I, you know, the guy in our league, he's got DeAndre Swift, and that's pulling through for him, even though he took a loss. But he's also got J.K. Dobbins, who didn't do anything. So, yeah. I don't know. Like, you're really screwed if you don't have, you know, three running backs. Three running backs. And then that, that's including Saquon or CMC. Sorry. You're just toast. You're just toast. CMC, you know, mm. that's just – you're so screwed if you your number one pick goes out. That's just the way it works. Who right. was your number one pick this year, Logan? Julio? My number one pick was Julio, yeah. So I have lost my number one pick. Jordan no, lost no, his dude, number my pick. number one pick was Kenyon Drake. Your number one was Kenyon. That was my number one. I think I drafted him number one at the seventh spot. Let me take a look here, real quick. Yikes. Yeah, dude, that's I think that tough. was my number one. Yeah, I had I had very high hopes. Yeah, I drafted him seventh. Wow. Okay. I went Kenyon Drake and Julio back to back. So obviously that didn't pan out for me, but at least my nope. guy's still playing for the most part. Yep. Hey, that big sleeper pick on Antonio Gibson's paying off big time. It's making up that that lousy yep. first round pick, you know. Exactly. So far so good there. Drew Brees is out. James Winston's in. Hate to see it for Drew Brees. That's unfortunate. A couple broken ribs. That sucks. Collapsed lung, dude. How does it that, that one surprised me? Feel, I didn't man. understand that. I don't I, – I mean, we had Tyrod Taylor get his – you know, we talked about him and the yeah. doctor just shoving a needle down the wrong spot and putting <laughs> his lung in jeopardy. I Where is Tyrod Taylor? Lung, what happened dude, to him? Tyrod Taylor is on a beach just just weeping probably. He, he, he's just living it up in Los Angeles right now. He's the backup that's probably not even practicing but still getting paid. He's loving life. Yeah. 
he doesn't have to deal with all the stress that Justin Herbert's got to go through. <laughs> Dude, right now he's in like his eighth game of Cold War tonight. He's definitely yeah, exactly. Just, he's got his PS5 exactly. and he's chilling. Yep. Nick Foles is donezo. Who becomes the Bears' new quarterback? Does Mitch Trubisky? Go it's Trubisky time starter? again, man. It's Trubisky time again. Yep, we'll see. Their offense is still gonna be off. Here's the thing: that if sucks. you're the if sucks you're the Bears, Bears, it's tough. If you're the Bears, do you start tanking? I think they're five no. and five now. Good, because their defense is good enough. Yeah, and you're either right. way, they still don't have a good enough shot at uh, top Trevor pick. Lawrence. They have no Trevor shot Lawrence. at getting Trevor. Yeah. Yep. I mean, there's two there's two quarterbacks coming out of the CFP this year, and that is Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence. Dude, don't Justin. sleep on uh, don't sleep on the kid from B- BYU. He's nice. Really. Yeah, there's one other kid from BYU. I'll show you some highlights later, man. He is nice. Okay. I think yeah, it's Zach Wilson him. or something like that. Yeah, Zach Wilson. Yeah. He's he's you nice. think? Yeah, but he's not gonna take a higher pick over Justin Fields. Justin Trevor Lawrence will go number one. Justin Fields will go number two. I think Zach Wilson's gonna go number two. Really? I think that he's really starting to play well. Interesting. A lot of people are uh, speculating that maybe the Vikings might go for Justin Fields. Dude, he looks good in that purple. Did you see that edit on? I think yeah, it's I saw that edit. I saw that edit. Yeah, he looks. Good I think in that purple, would be man. really fascinating. Like the Vikings already right now are kind of low key making somewhat of a push. <laughs> they <laughs> like are they're winning. They're winning football games again, and their their quarterback just isn't good. Like if if they had a decent quarterback, or even maybe they trade for someone like Dwayne Haskins. You know, I don't know. I, I think feel like Ryan Fitzpatrick. Ryan Fitzpatrick. I kind of like that Ryan play. I mean, they're not going to because they've already paid, you know, they've already paid Cousins their whole franchise. So right. they probably won't make right. that move. But Yep. All right, Logan. You told me big moves are coming this week. Now is the time to make trades, assuming your trade deadline hasn't hit, especially with playoffs lurking three weeks out from now. What kind of trade are you looking to make? I am looking to I'm looking at someone who, you know, I like to take in the take on the players who have bad weeks. So I'm looking at the the maybe the James Conner maybe the James Conner owner right now is, you know, feeling down in the dumps and you could you can snag a James Conner. You might be able to snag someone who had a low scoring week. You're not gonna go after the big names right now just because it's not gonna happen. Maybe you go after a CMC. Let's say you're super low in the or maybe you're super, you're you're killing it, and you're way ahead of the game. You can maybe take a risk on, you know, maybe you can take a CMC, maybe you can take a Michael Thomas, someone who is more desperate at the bottom is going to be willing to trade their, you know, well this guy might pan out. So maybe you just have a Michael Thomas sit in your bench, if you're like seven and three or six and four, for sure going to go in the playoffs. But now is the time to not be complacent, man. This is where you fight for it all and you make some trades. Maybe go after Russell Wilson. I mean. Go after the Honestly, guys that man, have some Somebody some who points. I think would be on my radar right now would be DeAndre Swift. Yeah. Just with the way he's been carrying the football and what his value is at at the moment. Yep. I like and that. Like, for instance, in our league, the DeAndre Swift owner is also a CMC owner. So, unfortunately, he's not going to be wanting to get rid of DeAndre Swift because he won't have any other running backs. It's just, yeah, yeah, it's tough. It's tough. Running backs are I'm just looking, what you have to have, and they're so slim out the, there, man. They're so slim. I'm looking to make a put. My number one target right now is Chris Carson. That's my number one target. I think that once the Seahawks are back, once the Seahawks are back with Chris Carson healthy, yeah. I think that they're going to be 
severely leaning on Chris Carson. So that's my number one target. I think I'm going to throw – I'm honestly thinking of throwing a Julio for a Chris Carson and kind of a, sl- a, a slight good flex for wide receiver. Yep. I really want a uh, Chris Carson. How do you feel about Le'Veon Bell right now? Dude, what has he done? I don't even know. Obviously, if I have Well, he's only played one much. week with the with the Jets. Chiefs. Or Chiefs, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's only played one game with the Chiefs. They were on bye this week. Uh, I feel I like he's another dude that could possibly be sleep, slept on as well. Really? Maybe. Dude, he's got I don't know. no attempts. I don't know. Well, that's just because he came to the team and didn't know no, the I like, playbook. Yeah, I like, your th- I like your thought process. This is this is a good opportunity to have him sit on your bench as well, but yeah, that's I don't sketchy, know. man. I don't know. I might we'll I might shoot something out. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? I mean, if I can get Raheem Mostert back by the time playoffs roll around, I'll be feeling good because that's where that football is going is through Raheem Mostert. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Not with Nick Mullins at behind center. Not, no chance. No it's, chance. It is purely going to Raheem Mostert and Brandon Ayuk. Yeah. Yes. So, <laughs> I'm feeling... I'm feeling good knowing that offense only has two options there, and they're on right. my team. Totally. Yeah. yeah. It is It is also time to start looking at playoff defenses. I didn't think about that as well, but definitely. you got to look at what the remaining schedule looks like because that makes all the difference. It really does. Yeah, every it single really year. Does. Last, I think last year I played – no, it was when I played you, and I played the Dolphins defense against the Jets in the championship two years – was it last year or two years ago? I don't remember. All I know is they got me 19 points, and that was the biggest difference. I always like to take defenses super, super early for the championship. Yep. You know, it is. it can be a deal breaker. Let's say you have Allen Robinson and he has a bad week. You have a defense yep. that scores 22, and you're ba- right back in it. So always look right. at defenses if you have the, if you have the uh, bench space. Yeah. Oh, that's a little scary. So my, my defense right now is the Steelers. The first week of playoffs, they play the Bills. Yeah. So that's I mean, that's the team that I probably don't want to play and start right. at my defensive spot because the the Josh Allen is too hot right now. Yep, I'd I go straight for the who are the them. Jets playing in the final two weeks? Who are yeah, the 49ers honestly, playing? Honestly. And then I just pick them if they're available. That's what yep. I that's what I always do. Yep. Yeah, it's a great call. Yep. Yeah, I'm looking at the the uh Browns right now and they play the Giants and the Jets week. 15 and 16 right which are big weeks big yeah, weeks dude, you man. can get some you can get some big ballers out there dude they can they can pull for you big time with defenses yep dolphins have a tough remaining schedule all right all right all right it's time to move on it's time to move it on. is time to move on i'm ready i'm ready to talk about some other stuff because fantasy like yeah it was cool this week but i feel like there's a lot more to talk about that occurred this week aside from fantasy so the most important thing for us fans, I would call it, would be our Seattle Seahawks at this moment in time. And, man, honestly, do you know who was playing quarterback this week for the Seahawks? Because I don't know who it was. Dude, I don't know who it was either. Like I said earlier, he just it was he not looks Russell lost. He looks it was lost. not him. It was not Let him. Russ Cook is dead. Officially dead. Yep. And so his, his MVP race, man. It's over. Did you know that weeks one through three, he threw for 14 touchdowns? And since then, up to this this. week, he's thrown 14 touchdowns? Wait, wait. Say that one more time. All right. Ready? Yep. Weeks one through three, he threw for 14 touchdowns. That's insane. 
Weeks four through ten, he threw for fourteen touchdowns. I feel like he's the That's MVP. That's half the production, dude. Yeah. That is half the production. And he looks ugly too. He looks bad. I feel he like he really is bad. always. He has like ten turnovers this season. That's unheard of for him. It really is ten turnovers. I, I feel like I mean, he's consistently the MVP of the first six weeks. I feel like that's just his, his mo every single year, and it's just so I'm so sick of it. I'm pretty sure he had one turnover the first three weeks, and since then he's had nine. <laughs> and these are these aren't I mean Dude. these aren't tipped passes, man. These no. are the wide receivers. These are thrown blatantly he, exactly. to the other team. And the worst Ex- part is he does it at their end zone every time. It's right when we're about to score, and it just yeah. shifts all the momentum. He forced so that ball way too much at the end of the game. On he Sunday. does, dude. Well, they have no, they have it, no, which is pass just so unlike him. Balance. He's he's usually much better than that. So I was confused. Yeah. DK, he didn't give a chance. I didn't understand that. I mean, why, 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 why not give your best receiver a shot? You know, I just don't understand it. And aside I mean, reminds- from just that, like, dude, we still don't have Josh Gordon. Can someone explain to me why the Seahawks, who they've signed, who has done nothing wrong, still don't have Josh Gordon on their roster? He just can't playing. get reinstated. They're not. It doesn't make sense him. though. It doesn't make sense though because they reinstated Antonio Brown, who's committed right. far worse crimes than Josh Gordon did. This like, yeah, okay, just Josh up Gordon on his bruised... patio and smoking weed, dude. Yeah, it's he not just smoked some weed, bro. which they legalized this year. But you're yeah. not gonna let him play. Instead, you're gonna let Antonio Brown play, or, or Kareem even, Hunt, you know, or Kareem Hunt, or Quentin Dunbar. Like, yeah, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. Like, if you were throwing. Don't get me wrong, David Moore is good, but maybe you just need to change a pace and throw one more guy in there because Josh Gordon is going to get it done. You know, we Definitely. saw him last year on those third down plays, and he yeah. made it happen when it needed to happen. And Dorsett, dude, Rashad Penny, where are these dudes? We need uh, them on Penny, the field, man. I, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't even know where Rashad is. I don't know what happened to him. I heard he was coming back like now, like the last Bill? two weeks, and nothing. Yep. Nothing. Yep, it's weird. It's weird. Carlos Hyde's out. Chris Carson's out. Chris Carson is the, like you were telling me this week, he is the engine of this team. And I believe you know. I really do. Yeah. You know, they. He they, is what makes us go. I mean, they just, oh, man. I was listening to Mitch Unfiltered this week, and he was just talking about how demoralizing it has to be to DJ Dallas, who they drafted this year. And instead of giving him the rock, they're going to sign some dude off the streets who hasn't played at all this season. And they're going to give him the rock for the entire game. Can you explain well, to me why they decided to run the ball with Alex Collins the entire time? That just shows that they don't trust these young these young players. I mean, are they not showing it in practice? I mean, right, if, which I don't if, understand because DJ Dallas had a good week last week. Yeah, I mean, he had it. If you look at it, I mean, from statistically, a raw, two point five yards per carry, I think was his average. It wasn't that yeah, great. Yeah, pretty bad. He didn't fumble the football though. Yeah, no. Yeah, and he, he was a workhorse. Right. He went out there ready to go. I'd rather give the football to him than Alex Collins, but I guess I don't know. Yep. Well, this is listen to this, Brett. How unlike Seattle is this? You have the Seahawks with 113 rushing yards. Yep. And a total of, let's see, 8 plus 11 is 29. They had less than, wait, no, that's Russell Wilson. They had 14 rushing attempts. 
14 rushing attempts, and one of them was David Moore on a sweep. So they had 13 running back carries. Yikes, dude. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it. TJ Dallas got two. Yeah. And he recorded more points than I think Alex Collins did. Oh, definitely not. Definitely not. You think he got more points fantasy-wise? I don't think so. Alex Collins. Let me see. But, man, regardless, dude. Okay, my bad. Alex Collins had 11. Yeah. He had a touchdown, but they're known for their balance. You know, they're always known for having good balance. You know, we're going to stick to the run and then Russell's going to open it up. I think we're falling way too far in love. We're falling in love with Russell too much. The, the, the rushing options are not great. We need Hyde back. We need Carson back. Every dude, Seahawks Twitter is hitting the panic button. The season's over. They're all frauds. Okay. I'm hitting the panic button, dude. I know. Okay. Yes, it is valid to hit the panic button ish, but people are saying that this team ish. is bad. This team is not bad. They're unhealthy. As soon as mm. we get a running back back, you think they're bad, Brett? You think the Dolphins are actually better than the Hawks? Come on. They're a good team. I mean, dude, the Dolphins were able to beat the 49ers and the Rams. I'm just saying, man, with without Chris Carson or Carlos Hyde, they're one and four. With Chris Carson fully healthy, they're six and zero. I'm so, just saying we don't Carson. have any defense. Yeah, you're right. We have you are... no defense, bro. Actually, Brett, the defense played stellar this week. I disagree with you. Dude, second half, Brett, they gave up six points. They allowed they seventeen punt, points in the first half, bro. Punt, punt, fumble. No. Punt, no, punt. I'm out. Touchdown. No. They did not play good. They did not play good. Jamal Adams didn't play good. He had that one, what was it, the fumble? Did he force a fumble strip or sack. He force that he had a sack? strip sack, yeah. yeah. He had a strip. Okay, that was all he did. He doesn't do anything in coverage. We had no corners this week. Shaquille Griffin was out, and so was Quentin Dunbar. Trey Flowers is not competitive. The only person on the radar for me for the Seahawks defense that actually made me think something was Jordan Brooks because he had he that one nice. pass – what do you call it? Pass. Uh, it wasn't that pass, pass breakup. That was the most beautiful yeah. pass breakup I've seen in this season by anybody. Exactly. We just don't. Ha- there, there is nothing on the CX defense that is anything to be happy about right now. There's no. nothing. There's nothing, dude. So I guess we like just we Hawks- just talked about it. We just talked about Jamal okay. Adams. So what do you? What are your thoughts on him overall as a player right now? I was really excited for him at the beginning. I really was, and I'm losing a lot of patience with this guy and a lot of uh, confidence that I had with him at the beginning of the season. Really? I thought he would come in here and really make a big difference, but A, he can't stay healthy. B, he's lousy in coverage. The only thing he can really do decently from what I have seen so far is he can blitz the quarterback. And the only reason that works for him is because we have no pass rush on our front line. So, yeah, yeah, when you stick him up there, of course you're going to get through because there's nobody else that can get the job done. Yeah, <laughs> the reason I mean, we lost this week is because the Rams were just able to stick everybody back in coverage because we could only throw the football and because their four-man front was able to just destroy Russell Wilson and get to him the entire night. We were missing our starting center. Aaron Donald tore that, that offensive lineup. Yeah, he did. I think that, I mean, I'm a little bit more optimistic, I think, on Jamal Adams because I think that one, we had no corners in the game. So, I mean, it's not going to be his primary role when we have a healthy corner in the backfield to to defend people in coverage that are top-notch. I mean, if he doesn't have – if he has his solid corners out there, 
he's probably taking on someone like Reynolds or some. I know I know Reynolds destroyed us, but he's taking someone who's not a top tier wide receiver. And Dude, I think I that, cannot name one pass breakup that Jamal Adams has had this year. I can't well, name one. Is that a good thing though? Because that means he's not really being targeted. I don't really. He's see a being... safety. He's not playing man coverage. Well, yeah, he's but playing he's still zone. being over the he's top. He's not making anything yeah. happen. I hear what you're saying, but I still think that he has juice. I think he was still worth it. I think it's our problem is the we got to get pressure on the quarterback. He's sitting there all day. I, I think know, Jamal bro, Adams two first is first rounders for this guy. Two first rounders for this guy. Yeah, and his contract I think he's is gonna, up this year. So I think the he's going to st- resign him. I think that this next week, you will you will be back on the Jamal Adams train. I'm not giving hope hope on this guy. I think he's going to have a huge week this next week because he feels the fire. He feels what's going on. And dude, this guy had a strip sack. Like, if Assuming if Russell plays, Wilson, we play the Cardinals just, this week, dude. Okay, but hear this, hear this. Okay, if Russell Wilson gets his head out of you know the grave, wherever he's at, let's say Russell Wilson has an actual good game. You look at the defense, you say, okay, you gave 23 points up to the second highest scoring offense and the second best passing offense. Jamal Adams had a strict sa- strip sack. I think the whole the whole the whole thought cho- thought process thought process is different. I think it's just because our offense is terrible. You got to give the defense credit, man. Six points in the second half to the Rams. You we'll think take our that offense is terrible? Yes, the offense currently is terrible. Yes. Wow. Currently, I think you it's think an our offense. defense is better than our offense currently. I I think it's an offensive issue. I'm not really worried about the defense. They give six points in the second half. Yes, they're flawed. Yes, right now they're flawed. But we need, we don't need. They a gave high up scoring. 17 in the first. You keep overlooking 20, that. 23 overall, dude. That's not bad at all. 23 points. <sighs> dude. To the disagree, second bro. to the second best offense in the league statistically right now. They couldn't stop anything. If the Rams right. wanted to score forty points, they could have, man. No, they, they knew couldn't. Russell Wilson. They gave yes, twenty-three. Yes, they no, could have, no. dude. They yes, gave they up, could've. dude. They were, Brett, the Rams' Brett. entire the no 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 no. Hear me out. The Rams' entire offensive okay, game plan switched as soon as they knew Russell Wilson could only throw the football, because like I said earlier, they just dropped everybody back into coverage. Dude, I just they don't knew see they had that lead and they knew their defense would hold Russell Wilson. They didn't have to keep going to score points dude the defense didn't do anything different in the second half from what they did in the first telling you dude it's i don't see it as a defensive issue dude they gave up six points and they went punt punt fumble touchdown punt that is solid solid my friend and if russell wilson actually starts playing football we're gonna say okay if the seahawks give it okay let's say how about this if the Seahawks give up 23 points to the Cardinals and Russell Wilson plays like he did the first six weeks, are we winning that game? Do we win? Are we scoring more than 23? I don't know. I think we do, dude. Russell's putting them in bad positions. He's turning the ball over early. Mm. They're gassed. It's just, I think it's offensive issue. If As soon as the offense turns it up, defense is going to be fine. I think it's offensive issue. And that's it. That's what I think it is. Yes, there are some there are some bad players on that defense, but I think they have enough. You know, Bobby's gonna hold it down. Jamal's got it. If we have a lead on a team and we can just assume that they're gonna throw it every time, I think we'll be just fine. It's Man, offense, I couldn't in my disagree opinion. With you more, bro. All right, in we're fact, gonna find out I next am week. Pretty concerned that we're gonna lose this game on Thursday night because are you, our so defense you're, isn't 
you're concerned that we're going to lose to the Cardinals because of our defense. I think yep. we're going to lose to the Cardinals because of our offense. Yep. No, I think I think our defense will get shredded by Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray and D Hop. I think right, they man, will. But I if, think Kyler Murray will shred our defense. All right, we'll find out. I think that if Russell Wilson plays just better, like than he the did last game, just himself. like he did last game when we had Shaquille Griffin and we had Quentin Dunbar playing. All right. The only person we I were think... missing last time was Jamal Adams when we played the Cardinals. Okay. And you're saying Jamal Adams will play better when we have our corners. Well, now we have no corners, and Jamal Adams is questionable to play this next week. I'm saying the cure to this whole dumpster fire is Russell Wilson playing better, not the defense playing better. That's Disagree, my opinion. Man. That's Disagree. my take. And I That's only right. say that because the best team in the league right now doesn't have an offense. They have a good defense. Who's that? The Steelers. Yeah. Statistically, statistically, the Steelers are the they've best got, team. They've got a mid. They've got a top ten offense, though. Maybe. You know what I mean? Big Ben's I not just that think great that, anymore. Big Ben's not that great anymore. I just think that if if we have Chris Carson in the game, I think. Well, here's I think here's the another, Hawks' offense is better than the Steelers' offense. Oh, totally. Here's my last point: is we're not rushing the ball, so what's happening is we're going three and out, and our defense is getting two and a half minutes on the bench to rest. So if Russell Wilson plays well, we have Chris Carson. They're going to get more breath. They're going to catch themselves, and they're this is all going to go away. This whole madness is going to go away. We just need Russell Wilson to start playing well. And we'll come back to this next week or maybe in two weeks and we see what happens. But I just I have faith in the defense. I am, I'm sounding the alarm on the offense, and I'm neutral on the defense. It sounds like we're opposite, and that's totally chill. Because that oh, means man. that we suck in both <laughs> so areas, dude. Opposite. That means we <laughs> suck in both areas. Uh, Seahawks, man, frustrating. It's but, man, so this, this, this Thursday night game is massive now massive if you are a Seahawks fan you're not doing anything Thursday night other than freaking clenching your cheeks dude and you are terrified watching the TV because if we lose that game whoo we got an uphill battle man we got the tiebreaker lost to the Rams and the Cardinals and the Cardinals will be two games up on us good luck dude good luck Logan the Cardinals scored 37 points against the Hawks last time yeah they did but if Russell Wilson the Russell 49ers scored 27 against us with Nick Mullins. I, I, I know the defense is bad. The but Bills I'm blaming scored the defense. 44 on us, bro. But I'm blaming the defense on the offense. Call me crazy. I'm blaming the defense on the offense. Yeah, you're crazy. Call me crazy, bro. I like it. Keep it coming. You're crazy. Get me get me Chris Carson back fully healthy, and our defense will be fine. Chris Carson's not playing this week. Oh, I know he's not, but we might have Carlos Hyde, no, which would no, be huge. No, we're not going to have him either. Yeah, not, not a short uh, he's week. questionable. He's no. questionable. Don't I, sleep I don't, on hard. I don't see him coming in. I don't uh, see him playing this week. I don't know, dude. I don't know. Uh, we'll see. I mean, look, they they thought Carlo or Chris Carson might be able to play this weekend too. Didn't yeah. make it. Didn't make it. The Seahawks are now third in the division, losing both to the Carlos Cardinals Hyde and the Rams that are both f- ahead of them. But realistically, we're all tied because if we win this week, then we're right back on top. But right now, dude, Hyde was a full participant in practice. We're gonna get him back. Assuming the Rams, g- assuming the Rams lose. What do you mean? Well, the Rams have the tiebreaker on us right now. Correct. So the Rams, if the Rams win again this week, they will maintain first, or they will move to first place, and that's assuming the Hawks beat the Cardinals. Yes. So. But the good, the good news is we have all of the 
everything is in front of us. We have nowhere to look around. We don't need some. We don't need other teams to lose quite yet. It's still all in our favor. We can do this if we want to. Mm. That's what it comes down to. We got some. We got another game against the Cardinals and the Rams. They're both at home, so don't don't freak out, man. It looks bad. It looks bad, but it's gonna be okay. Yeah, it looks but bad. You have, have to win. Have to win this points week. against us by far, by far, in because our conference. Of because, because of the offense. Because because our defense sucks. Because of the offense. It's not because of the offense. Our it's defense. Sucks, bro. They're so it's bad. Because we're not running the ball, and Jordan Brooks is on the sideline, huffing and puffing, breathing. Bobby Wagner has his hands on his knees, crying himself Side. to sleep because he can't get more than three seconds Two. on the freaking bench. Because Russell nope. Wilson's throwing a pick. Nope. And I'm telling you, it is the <laughs> offense. It is it the is offense. Not. No, it's not. It is the defense, man. Our defense Gosh. is awful. I know, but it's because of the so offense. So bad. No. Anyway, what do you do not. if you're the Michael Thomas owner? Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Anyway, Brett, if you're I'm the Michael Thomas. About, I don't like <laughs> Michael Thomas. You know I don't okay. like this guy. <laughs> All right, let's go to something else. Let's go to uh let's go to uh you know what? Let's go to golf. What do you say we go to other sports stuff? Let's go to a slower sport. Yeah, like let's go to a slower sports. sport so I can take a breath and calm down here. Uh right, Dustin right. Johnson, dude. Dustin Johnson is clearly the best golfer in the world right now. Do you have Absolutely. any disagreement there? Yeah. He ran away with that Masters Championship. Not even close. <sighs> He, nice, he, dude. he ran with it and i don't know if you watched him play on sunday but he was just so calm cool collected he played out of his mind it was fun yeah. watching him but it was almost boring because there was it, it just wasn't no competition competitive on sunday it was just like oh man dustin johnson's gonna win this and that started at hole one it just right. wasn't even close tiger woods on the other hand was interesting, and then you know he had the uh, the ten on hole twelve. Doesn't that just make you feel good? Three. Doesn't that just make you feel really good? Like I'm I had a nine. Makes on me a... feel really good because that was tough to watch. I just feel yeah, bad dude. But it's like golf is hard. It makes it. It shows you like golf is hard. Golf and is also, tough. dude, like he took a he, okay. He took a ten. When we play a par three and we hit six strokes, which is double par, we pick the ball up. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I know. So, uh, no, it doesn't make me feel good. <laughs> There's plenty of par threes out there that I would shoot a ten on. <laughs> yeah, you're right. But still, dude, <laughs> I didn't have. Okay, I'll tell you this. I didn't have a single ten on a par three at, at Bandon. So, Tiger, okay. good looks. I did have a seven, but that doesn't matter. Seven's tough. Even yeah, seven's seven tough. was really anything bad. over six will make me mad. Oh, definitely. The worst part was, dude, on this, the worst part was I was on the green in, I think I was on the green in three and I uh, four-putted. It was rough. Yikes. Very rough. Man. That is tough. Yeah, but I'm sure those greens are all over the place. Probably really hard to read. Oh, they're, dude, the thing that's crazy is you putt from, if you, if you haven't seen, if you've been to, if you've seen Bannon Dunes or if you've heard about it, the thing that's crazy is it's so flat and the green and the fairway are very, very common. Yep. And you actually you don't ever take the chip out because the first off the greens are super fast and so you putt from yeah twenty five sure. feet off the green dude it's awesome yeah. it's it's yep. really fun because I always do that and my Brett and Nathan will go to Snohomish or whatever some golf course and I like to putt from for, from forever away because I have no chip game and dude it actually played out pretty well this week because yeah but those courses just... are a lot different like Gamble Sands oh, out in eastern different. Washington is a lot like that yep. I like it, man. It's fun. You can just puff from forever away. Yeah, it's, no, it's super cool. It makes golf more fun, definitely. Yeah, it does. Without a doubt. 
right without a doubt that's really all i i got on the masters it was competitive yeah, friday day. and saturday that was fun and then sunday came around and dustin johnson just walked away with it 20 under bro i'm pretty that's sure he absurd. set the record for the lowest score through four i'm pretty sure he did the too. masters with the 268 yeah, man, you right now he is no stopping this guy. I wouldn't be surprised if he wins it next year at the pace he's going at. Yeah, I'll, t- I'll tell you what, man. When I was watching it, I almost didn't recognize the course because there was no fans there. I just didn't recognize it. I was so used to the holes and w- seeing where all the, the the stands were at, and those weren't there this year, and so it was hard for me to tell which hole these guys were on. I just wasn't used to it. It was weird. It was very weird. Yeah. Antonio Brown just somehow can't seem to stay out of the news. Reports came out this week stating that he what broke he broke something. Who's this? What did say? Antonio Brown. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, he, he broke he, a security he, camera. He, yeah, he was accused of destroying a security camera and he broke it by throwing a bicycle at a security shack. Interesting. Oh, I don't understand so this man. I don't really understand what goes through his mind. But at CTE this point, go through his anything that comes mind, out man. about Antonio Brown will not surprise me anymore. I mean, who gets upset and is like, you know what, man? I got a great idea. I'm going to take that bike and I'm going to throw it at a shed. That'll make me feel better. <laughs> <laughs> most people most people stub their toe. Oh, man, that sucked. Antonio Dang Brown, it. bicycle rack. Rage! Bike. Rage! Just... Bike. Bike. <laughs> Destroy. His brain is two waves. Destroy and football. That's it. What's more surprising here, that they didn't file a lawsuit against the bike or that they filed a lawsuit against the camera? Because <laughs> I feel like the bike might be more expensive here depending on what kind of bike we're talking about. I'm I'm going team bike, dude. I'm going team I'm bike. I'm kind of there, too. I'm kind of there, too. It Man, says, that's tough, though. JPA says it was thrown at a security shack in a gated South Florida <laughs> community. I don't, dude, I you just, know he's still got that upper body strength, though, dude. I mean, secure. you know that security camera isn't on the ground. It's probably yeah, high. Yeah, he had dude. to throw the bike high. You think he just yeah, walked was, up and just, like, curled that thing so fast he just threw it up yeah. into the security camera? What kind I of dude – imagine, like, you're – you know, you got a pretty boring job. You just kind of monitor these security cameras, and you look to your right, and <laughs> Antonio Brown has a bike over his shoulder foaming at the mouth, and he just <laughs> hucks this thing at the camera. <laughs> I saw, his, I was going through Instagram, and I saw his photo, and literally I just I just sighed. I was like, oh, no. This yep. is never good. It's never going <laughs> to stop, dude. It's never going to oh, stop. Oh, it's never going to stop. It's never going to stop. Man, it's so good. The NBA had a big week this week. A lot came out regarding trades and trying to make the next super teams. Yeah, lots going on. The one that I was actually really excited to see was Chris Paul to the Suns, man. Yeah, they need a leader. They need a vet. Living in Phoenix, it's got me, you know, feeling like maybe I'll watch some NBA next year. Yeah, dude, they they were undefeated in the bubble. I feel like I have a team. Exactly. I feel like I've got a team to pull for now. Devin Booker is crazy good. And now he's got Chris Paul, and I forgot who posted it today, but they were saying they, it was how uh, Devin Booker posted a photo of how excited he was being able or being accepted to go to Chris Paul's training camp. Oh, that's right. Yeah, when he was a kid. And now, yeah, exactly. And now look at them now. They're playing together. How wild is that? 
so awesome, dude. I'm happy for Chris Paul, man. He yeah, he was thrown to the wolves of Oklahoma City, and everyone expected yep. him to just die. He had a fantastic year, and now he's going to play for the competitive Phoenix Suns, who were undefeated in the bubble, have yep. extreme momentum going in. If you haven't seen the new jerseys, dude, their new colorway is absolute heat. It is awesome. Yeah, I, yeah, I did. I thought those were dope. I kind of want to buy a jersey now. Yeah. Low-key Suns uh, fan down here. Those were filthy. And the yeah. Arizona Coyotes, their hockey team, dropped some filthy jerseys as well. Dude, I saw that as well. That's sick. Also, in the other news, James Harden turns down $50 million per year extension. He's not going to sign right? with Houston. Wasn't it two years? No, it's 50 It's fifty per year he turned down, which is insane. Right. Think that, dude. $50 million per year. But in a, on a broader scale, he's looking at uh, the New York Knicks or just Philly right now, Philadelphia. So Isn't that'd be a the, crazy super team. I thought it was the Nets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. With sorry, Kyrie Irving. Nets. You're right. And Kevin yeah, Durant. Yeah. Yeah, but what uh, what got me thinking was just the state of the world. Can you imagine leaving Texas for New York City right now? No, no, I can't. That's no, weird. dude. That would be weird. Yeah, like it's basketball. Yeah, but just think about that. He's living in Texas. I would love to be living in Texas right now. Yeah, but you gotta admire this guy's willingness to want to win. You know. Yeah. Definitely. Like he could care less about the money. Kind of reminds me of Tom Brady. You know, like I feel like Tom Brady easily could have taken a Russell Wilson tier contract. But yeah, he's just restructured it, said, no, I don't need that. And look at him now. He went and won six rings. Yep. And James Harden doesn't have a ring yet. So I admire his his willingness to take less money just so he can go out and win a championship. I, I feel like you can't be mad at that. And then reality Definitely hits not. and you're like, whoa, you know, I'm turning down $50 million, which is crazy. But at the same time, like this dude's already made enough. Would you, you like know? to see him on the Nets with yes. uh, Kyrie and Kevin Durant? Do you think they beat the Lakers? Yes. Wow, man. That's that's a lot of iso ball. That's a lot of iso ball. I saw this one thing, and it was like they were like mocking like a huddle on Twitter, and it was like Kevin Durant says, yeah, pass me the ball. Harden says, I'll take it. And then, or, uh, yeah, it was Durant says, I'll take the ball. Harden says, give me the ball. And then Irving goes, oh, shoot, I already shot it. Like, <laughs> that's what it's going to be, man. <laughs> that's yeah, what it's gonna yeah be. I don't know. I don't know. I mean that's assuming Kevin Durant actually plays. Right. I think he I sh- think a Kyrie Irving Kevin Durant duo is already crazy as is. Yeah, that's nice, man. And I mean, bro, I'm not going to like anything's possible at this point watching Jimmy Butler take that Heat team to the finals and force a game yeah. 6. So major respect to Jimmy Butler. I'm not man. yeah, I'm not going to, you know, I feel like even Kyrie Irving and just Kevin Durant could get it done. Nonetheless, yep. you throw James Harden in the mix. I feel like they could easily take down the Lakers. Totally. The Bucks acquired Drew Holiday. OKC has an absurd amount of draft picks. So do yeah. the um so do the Pelicans, dude. Yeah, I saw that too, because they traded away uh who was the other Drew Holiday. Oh. Drew Holiday to the Bucks. Yeah, well and that they also were like counting the picks from when they traded away Anthony Davis to the Lakers. Yep. Yeah, so and they, they got, got Zion, they got Lonzo. Dude, watch out yep. for these young teams with picks, man. I like them. I agree. I agree. We could be seeing a new wave of, of teams coming in through OKC and through I'd the hope Pelicans. To. Like the Pelicans, I feel like, yeah. are already pretty set up. Same, man. They need one piece. They need they need another st- a star. But, dude, yep. you got Zion with some experience. You already got a couple of really good pieces. I like their potential as well. I agree. I agree. Like I said, though, I'm just super excited to watch. Yeah. Watch same. the Suns go at it this year. That, I like it that too, man. That should be fun because I feel like the Suns. Are, I feel like you could put the Suns in the Heat in the same ballpark. 
And yeah. I think that would be a crazy good finals run. I agree. Nonetheless, I think the even I feel like the Suns might have a better shot than the Heat did against the Lakers. Just uh, uh, with with Chris sleep. Paul, with Chris Paul. Maybe. Maybe I don't, I don't know, know about that. I, again, I don't follow the basketball too closely. Right. But I like what you're saying though. I th- I know I they went. They I, I know they went straight. They won every game in the bubble. They went undefeated yeah. in the bubble, and so that's a lot to I look up s- to. And with a yeah. solid addition in Chris Paul, like that's awesome as well. Right. It's just man. gonna be hard because they don't like. Like the Nets would have a better chance against the Lakers because they're bigger with Kevin Durant and James Harden. Those are bigger dudes, whereas Chris Paul and um, Devin Booker aren't big dudes. So. Yep. I guess there's that. Yeah. I guess there's that. But yeah, lots of moves. Hopefully next week we'll know where James Harden's shaking out. Russell Westbrook is looking at a couple of different teams. The NBA's got a lot moving on, so we'll uh, we'll update you guys next week. What do you think about the Golden State Warriors? Dude, I think that this is really weird. Is The Warriors are just like, no one's talking about them. And they quietly got Steph back and they got Clay back. They have a top two, top two or three pick. Yep. I think they're going to take the league by storm. I Obviously, I mean, I'm a little biased. They're my favorite team. But I think that they're going to take the league by storm and go take a title. So I'm I'm really intrigued to watch them. Really, you think they're going to take another? Oh yeah, dude. You you can't stop Clay and Steph, and they're about to get. They have a top two pick, bro. They're either going to have Lamelo or Wiseman. They need Wiseman because he's a nasty center. But they're they're going to take it. I think. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I like it. But I didn't a, that. The NBA season's going to be here in like a month and a half, so we'll know yep. soon. Yeah, it's going to be here pretty soon. crazy. It is crazy how like how soon that season is. Yeah, they posted some stat nice. and it was like days off season for people who didn't make the playoffs and compared to off season for the Lakers, and it was like two hundred seventy eight days to like seventy. Yeah, like it's it was pretty an absurd crazy. difference in the amount of time. And also, like yeah. you talk about a season starting again really quickly because literally basketball just ended last month. Yep. just ended last month and they're going to be starting up again soon the masters just finished this week and that's going to be going again back up in april so i kind of like we'll like kind of the, there was a long long gap with no no sports but we're having yep. everything hit right now it's kind of cool yeah there was you're right exact there was a long gap this summer and now it's it was just all condensed into these last three four months it's actually made it really fun I feel yeah, bad because it it's been I've just been like Maddie, like this is the last game of the season here. This is a lot, you know. This is the last World Series game. It's the last Finals right. game. I've got to watch it. This is the last yep. golf major. I need to watch this. Right, She's and now always, the Hawks are like, babe, this game is like we need to I, win this game. Like right, each week, exactly. there's nothing. Exactly. So. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. There's no. That's why. That's why I went out. I took another day trip on the uh, Bills game because I was like, you know what? This is the one game that you know. There's a lot of other good stuff in the coming weeks. So. Yep. And, well, and Hawks, you put the Huskies in there? Dang. Did we even Can't talk about game. the Huskies? No, dude. We did not talk about the Huskies. And I think we that's for a reason Huskies. at the same point because underwhelming. Underwhelming. Very, very underwhelming. Yeah, I yeah. thought for sure we were going to blow Oregon State out of the water. I just thought that's what would happen. What do you think of, Dustin, do you think of thought, uh, Morris? Um... I think it's too soon to tell. Yep. He didn't really have too many opportunities yet. It was basically run v run. And I thought our defense was a little lackluster and very disappointing. You know, I expected more out of them. And I understand that they're a young team at the same time. Like we lost a lot of guys to the draft this year due to COVID nineteen. 
but also, you know, this is another Jimmy Lake defense. The best defense in the Pac-12 for a very long time. And now he's the head coach, but that shouldn't change that mindset of we are still the best defense. And so, you know, when he was posting those low scores from all the purple v. gold scrimmages, now I'm just kind of like, man, we just have, like, our offense is really bad. Because if our defense was getting, let's be honest here, they got ran through. Be honest, I do not, I don't even know if you can give the Huskies that game. Just considering that last call, you know. Yeah, the refs were just Oregon terrible. State was going to run that football in there. They got that first down. They were gonna they were gonna score that touchdown. So, yeah, I don't know. And at that point, when they when the ball got uh, spotted, there was that bad spot. There was like fifty seconds left in the game. So I guess maybe I, I don't know. I just don't. If the ball, if the Oregon State got that first down, which they did technically, it was just a bad spot. I think the dogs lose that game, which sucks. Yeah, so, most likely. Yeah, I'm nervous. Dylan Morris, we'll see. We'll see. I guess he's the best. He didn't do anything crazy from what I saw. And at the same time, like this is the Pac twelve, you know, I don't it was Jacob Easton's first game. He looked really good, but that was because we were playing non conference games. So yeah. It was a late game. Late game. You know, they were supposed to have two that was supposed to be their second game, so a lot of different things stacked up against them. New head coach, new starting quarterback. A new stable of running backs, a lot of new players defensively, um, new head coach. You know, it's just I yeah I don't know underwhelming. I thought for sure, very 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 underwhelming, and I'm it's got me nervous just like it's got me nervous on the Hawks. So yep. we'll see what happens. Not a lot of not a lot of jumping for joy in Seattle sports right now, but at least we have a team. Hey, at least we got teams. At least we got some teams to cheer for. I just wish yep. we had an NBA team. It'd be fun to have. Totally. The Sonics. Oh, I can't wait. The Hawks. The Mariners, the Kraken, the Dogs. It's low-key like a stacked city for sports. And you got the Seattle Storm. Yep, always solid. And the Sounders, always good as well. Yeah, and the Sounders. Yeah, yeah, we got a lot yeah, of Yeah, we got some stacked, man. Yeah. Now we're just getting an NBA team. But, man, I think that wraps us, Brett. Yeah, I think that's it, man. That was fun. That was fun. Solid. We'll see uh, lots of who's stuff to right talk about. on Thursday. I'll be yes, texting sir. that whole game. You know it. Do it, bro. Well, we do that anyway, but I like it. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate you guys tuning in. Make sure to uh, tell your friends about us. Go ahead and leave us a review, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Peace out. Peace.